Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. If we add our own value, we don't have to look for it in an agency. We don't have to look for it in a company. And if you're solely reliant on your company to full and fully fledged give you all the value you have in your job, you're not going to be as successful as maybe the next person who is going to put it in for themselves. Hi, I'm Ashley Goodchild and welcome to the PM Collective Podcast, where I invite you to listen to opinions and stories that are relevant in the property management world. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Alrighty, today we have a podcast with two new guests. We have Esther Nielsen from Coronas and Joe Shannon from Peered Real Estate. Welcome to both of you. Hi. Thank Hi. you. So we are going to be having a chat about thoughts on property management as a career. And it's one of those things that always comes up, I think, in podcasts. Um, but I just wanted to touch touch on it from a different angle. But we don't grow up to be a property manager. So we don't, um, you know, sit in high school wanting to, to be one. I think kids probably these days don't actually know what they want to be, but they go to uni and you've got uni degrees um, for doctor, you know, lawyer, um, even if you want to be a beautician or a hairdresser, you wake up wanting to do it, but not as a property manager. And I actually don't think people even wake up wanting to do real estate. Like I, mm, I think no. it's a general, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So let's just start off by um, each of you telling me how you got started in real estate. So I actually don't know. So Joe, you start with how you got started. I got started in real estate as a bit of a lucky fluke, to be honest with you. I left school. I went to university. I studied my degree. I started a degree in teaching um, because I was very passionate about visual arts and teaching. So I did. I started a degree, went halfway through and decided sitting in university for another four years is not for me. I've just come out of school. I am not going to be sitting here. So I got online, uh, started looking for jobs, got a job in retail management, um, worked my way up to be a regional manager of three retail stores, then went into hospitality management and managed a couple of dome cafes. From there, I started Googling and I came across a non-brand specific training partner one day that decided to have a property management special. So I went along to the training course, did it, and the rest is history. Yeah. Started property management from the age of 19. So I reckon there is a link with hospitality and real estate. There's a huge link with hospitality and yeah. real estate. Hospitality is people-based. Real estate is people-based. Yeah. Hospitality doesn't get the um, benefactors and the big fancy cars, um, but it is the exact same work ethic you need. You need to put in the time. You need to put in the time to people. Yeah. And you need to have that that mask on in a way, a customer service mask at all times. That's what really excelled me in property management, I think, because that hospitality background helped me talk to people, communicate with people and work with people. And that's what property management's about. Yeah. So mm. I've got this um, this fantasy that one day when I have had enough of real estate, that my ideal job would be a waitress. And like I did waitressing <laughs> as, as, like, as a kid. And I honestly, I, I'm, I'm not joking. I was at the pub a couple of weeks ago and I was sitting there having dinner and I was actually jealous of the lady who was polishing cutlery. Like I would, if if, if it was respectable for me to, it's not, but I would actually go get a Friday, Saturday night job at the Cream and uh, my local and 
go be a bartender. Like I, I did not? seriously would. Like I just <laughs> love the idea. Mm. Yeah. But I've got school kids to pay for school, and when they finish, then I'll go do it. I think so. Anyway, yeah. side, side note. But so you yeah. can't be a student. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. However, I could probably earn property management wages being a student. So that's always an option. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah. Esther, how did you get into real estate? Um, it was the case of me just after I had my second child, uh, just wanting to get back into full time work, and I just wanted a local job. Uh, nine to five and it ended up being a receptionist at a local real estate agency and then once I started there real estate got under my skin and sort of went through did the course um, sort of went did different roles within the office um, was a personal assistant to a sales rep then I eventually went into sales for around six months went back into a administrative role as a personal assistant to a really busy sales rep uh, and then I went sideways into property management and, again, the rest is history yeah. for mm. me. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, 10 years from an assistant to, to where I am now well. in my own business. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. And it's I think it's a career that once you get into it, you don't leave. Not no. many people leave unless they got into it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like if mm. they got in it for a certain reason, then they won't last. But, yeah, if you got in it because you genuinely have that personality and love it I don't think you go and then that brings us into the fact that there are so many um, options it's not just being a property manager so um, you can be well your roles like in real estate so you've been sales rep property manager BDM yeah well I'm sort of doing BDM work now because of obviously my own business yeah Um, but I'm also uh, a trainer at yep. Rewa. So yep. I train the property managers registration course. So some of this information we've been chatting about sort of ties in with that mm. um, because I always have a chat to the students at the start of the day and ask them where they've come from and a huge percentage have come from hospitality and yep. retail um, and I always say to them that is, you know, transferable skills mm-hmm. to this um, career and there's also a wide variety of ages and, and genders. So I always say to them, look, everybody has something to bring to this role. So it's not um, specific to a young person, you know. Every, yeah, no. You know, elderly people, not elderly, but, you know, <laughs> mature age or so, yeah. I should say, um, you know, have life skills and and those sort of skills to cope with difficult situations. And young people have enthusiasm and, you know, te- technology. They can, yeah. we're the one, yeah. they're the ones we go to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, you've so got part-time, full-time, casuals. Yeah. And I explained to yeah. them all the different roles that are available. It's not just a property manager sitting there doing inspections or whatever. You've got you've got the leasing consultant. You've got the business development manager. So for someone who's perhaps a bit more sales-focused or has yeah. come from a sales background, you could do that. Um, you've got head of property management systems development positions. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting one. Yes. Tell us more about that one. So my role is a bit of a varied role. I've started obviously in property management. I've gone into sales. I have sold. I've done business development management, leasing the works in a lot of different ways. But I think um, part of my previous experience in hospitality did help me with the customer service aspect, but my lifelong kind of passion has been technology. I've always looked at computers. My mum will tell you at the ripe age of five, I was making paper laptops when I was a kid pretending to be (laughs) on her laptop. Um, So it kind of, it kind of always evolved and I was always using computers as my main tool and it always has been my main tool. So 
I've used that myself to grow and develop. And over time, I kind of slotted into a role within Peer that helped the company um, on that one of their objectives and helped me go forward as well. So my main role at the company was to roll out a new trust accounting software, property management software, um, now packaged with various other softwares that we roll out across the group um, over all of the offices and help manage that process. And I know there's going to be a lot of jealous property managers out there because um, they've got their, you know, someone who can say, Joe, my email's not working. <laughs> Joe, this is glitching. <laughs> yeah, that's my call. One, yeah. one, three, one, three hundred, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> or just a little bell on their desk. Just, a, just, just a bell ring. will do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I love it. I really do. One of my biggest passions in life is helping people. It uh, doesn't matter who they are, what they are. I just want to help people. That's all I've wanted to do. Property management, again, is one of those things. You, you help people as a job. Mm. That's what we do. We are the caretaker. We're the counsellor, we're the marriage counsellor in a lot of different ways um, and we're the debt collector. So we're the complete opposites in a lot of ways. But yeah. I've always loved to help people. Yeah. So kind of natural natural fit, I suppose, yeah. to be the IT guru in an office where not many people are IT savvy. Yeah, and, and, and that's really cool. And then sort of touching on like where I'm at. So like I've got the property management background, but then like I love the social aspect and I love socialising and then this PM Collective has eventuated into that. So I feel like, well, I've got a like a natural interest in the social and events side of things. And so I'm just working out, well, how can I work that into property management? And then I have, you (laughs) know what I mean? And it's sort of like, you know, we're all we're all happy doing the property management role as 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 our foundation, but then working out what our nut our extra interests are mm. to work it all in together, like, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's good we're in an industry where we can do that. Yeah. We yeah. have a lot of different avenues to go down. Yeah. Yeah. You could do, um, yeah, absolutely whatever. So we have a big misunderstanding in the public eye. So there was something on Facebook ages ago and it was on a public forum and someone had made a reference to property managers, you know, obviously being a pain, but like but they're being difficult, but just being rent collectors yep. and not actually realising all the other things that come on board with being a property manager. So the question is, what responsibility can we take as property managers to improve the public's understanding of our position and not see it as a, um, you know, those people just did a seven-day course, for example? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Well, look, personally, I think there's a big shift in property management happening and it's been happening for a couple of years now where it's we're going towards a relationship management background more so than that typical sitting at a desk collecting the rent, knocking on the door and demanding the rent. That's not what we're doing these days. We're managing relationships in order to get a better product um, and better product for our clients, which is our owners, and collecting the rent is part of that. So you're always going to get, and it is hard to say, but certain demographics and certain socioeconomic areas that will always 
view us as a debt collector or the nasty man or the nasty person. Um, and that is a fact of life that those those sorts of areas have the types of people who do view us as that. Maybe that is from family. Maybe that is from, you know, a long line of seeing property managers or real estate people as the dodgy people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a big shift. We are going to more relationship management. And with that, I think we can really show people that our job isn't debt collectors. We're there to help people have an investment property, help tenants um, in their property and help everyone achieve their goals. Really, that's mm-hmm. our that's our main prerogative. I think, though, like if I'm going to be really honest, there are a lot of lot of pain in the ass property managers around as well. Still got your bulldogs with lipstick. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what I always say and no one's ever heard of that terminology. Oh, no, yes. There's definitely bulldogs with lipstick Have you heard of that there. terminology? Bulldogs with lipstick? No, no, I haven't. No. You go to a conference, okay, and you, you you can go to a conference where it's sales and property management and you can tell the property managers a mile away. Yep. Like they are Bulldogs with lipstick. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get so, what you're saying now. Yep. And Josie, only other person I've ever heard. I don't know where it came from, <laughs> I don't but know we must yeah. hang out with the same people. Yeah. Um, but it's got that. Um, it's got that image, and I mean, and I'm catching myself out saying the same thing, but it does have that image. Um, but I just think there's unfortunately some tenants do have really bad experiences with property managers. So then, I guess then we have a responsibility to change the image of that. So the more tenants that can experience a good property manager, then, you yeah, know, that'll yeah, help. With the technologies that have, you know, come on board now, which are freeing up property managers' time, you know, with a lot of these automated things, it does allow a property manager to get back to that more human aspect. So. Yeah. They're a bit, you know, they're a bit more relaxed these days. So therefore, mm-hmm. your conversations, um, you've got time to think about what you're saying um, and how you're saying it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in that way, yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's moving forward to um, elevating our relationships with our clients mm. because you're still going to get those ones. That, yeah, always. Yeah, but, typically, you know, we've been a bit of a clerical role. In yeah. years past, mm. is we've we've been quite clerical, um, quite robotic in a lot of ways, and now with the the IT and the computer systems that are coming into effect, we can put a lot of those aspects out the door, and we don't have to think about it. So you're right, we have more time to actually talk to people, yeah. which is all about that communication and and making sure we do talk to people as opposed to not hiding too much behind the Mm -hmm. email as well, which is really important. So that's one of my big things is that, number one, sometimes it's quicker with um, with a phone call, but you don't get lost in translation. I I had a staff member who read an email from a client once to me and she was like, listen to this email, this client, and she's reading it out. And then I turned around to her and I said, okay, now read it with a really nice voice and let's see how it sounds different. (laughs) She goes, it's not the point. She was being mean. I was like, no. Read it not with a nice voice, so that that's why it's, it's easier. Perception, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think we, we chatted earlier about it, but you know, from a it's interesting because from a sales point of view, sales reps don't have that same image as what a property manager does. They have a bit more of a you know a fancier image. You know, people want to mm. be a sales rep. They want to drive that car. They want to wear those clothes or whatever it, sales reps do, um, but. We don't have that same desire with property managers. And if you think about it, the salespeople, they only talk about the good stuff. Like they talk Mm, about their commission or how many sales they've done and the new car they've uncovered at 
Mercedes or whatever, you know what I mean? That's like, part of their bravado though, right? Yes. Okay. So, but then, so, but this is like their personal branding. Like yeah. they're right into that and they're so showy. But property managers aren't by nature showy people. But we, like, I catch myself out, like, talking about, you know, oh, this shit thing happened this week or this stupid email came through. And that negative language and negative talk can be perceived for it, like, property management to be a crap job and an inferior (laughs) job. But we don't talk about because we, I don't know, I just feel like like it's it's not, it's like we shouldn't be, um, feel like we're bragging or we shouldn't feel like we're being showy by posting nice stuff and all that. No, no. It's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah, I think with sales reps, obviously you're talking about their own personal branding because regardless of what agency they're working for, they are the brand, whereas property managers are really contained within a brand. Within the office, yeah. In the office. Um, So really the brand that they should be elevating is is the office brand, not them as individuals. So I think that's probably why sometimes we sort of take a step back, but... Um, that's yeah, no, just my thought definitely. anyway on it. I mean, there's a select few property managers I know and they are business development managers who specifically target and do their own promotional marketing and have their own brand. And I think it's such an important thing to have you, not just for public perception, but for yourself. It feels great when you're publicising yourself and you're doing nice things that feel good about yourself and add value to your role for yourself. Mm-hmm. If we add our own value... We don't have to look for it in an agency. We don't have to look for it in a company. And if you're solely reliant on your company to full and fully fledged give you all the value you have in your job, you're not going to be as successful as maybe the next person who is going to put it in for themselves. Mm. So I think it's a big part. We have to take our own responsibility for that yeah. and beat the sales reps. At the yes. end of the day, why yeah. do they get all the glory? Can we not have renting sunset, not selling sunset? <laughs> why not? You're coming up with some great ideas here, renting sunset. Yeah. Hey, do you watch, have you watched Selling Sunset? Let's do it, Ash. No. <laughs> we'll start this. But the business development manager role is the sales role exactly. of the property management department. So that's why, I guess, why it ties in why they're, yeah. they're promoting themselves. But for the property manager sitting at the desk at the back of the office, yeah. they kind of hide behind all that. So um, I've got an yeah. idea. How about we just put property managers all on a commission basis based on their portfolio and then watch them, like, make sure that they increase their personal brand? You know, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? That works. And I, I was I was part of an agency and we, we trialled this where um, it was a 25% on ancillary fees, yeah. for example. And you obviously had your base salary because everybody mm-hmm. is based. Um, but you earned 25% of your final bond inspections, your routine inspections, your um, leasing fee. And that was the biggest drive and we saw massive growth yeah. in the company. And that was from giving a little bit of what the sales rep already has mm. to the property manager. It's yeah. an incentive without having to incentivize, yeah, really. Yeah. Did, it, did it work? It did work. Do you still do it? Or did, no. Uh, no, no, no. No, this was a previous company a previous time, and yeah. it um, it did work. We did a three-month yeah. trial. Uh, they did revert it back. Obviously, there were some things there that didn't work exactly on a corporate level. Mm. Um, but for a property manager's level, it boosted morale and it, really, really force people to get out there and grow, yeah. which was great. Yeah. Maybe there's a bit of a scope for change, I guess, with um, mm. with that, um, with the standard salary because I guess if you get paid a standard salary, you do feel like you're working for someone, not you're working for yourself. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I guess that all comes down to the um, employee rules and all the rest of it. Yeah. It's probably a little bit more intricate than... 
than yeah. what we think as to how that would actually. The simple mind of me happen. likes to just think. Yeah, that, I know. <laughs> why can't it just happen? Yeah. Why, why can't not? I just do that? Yeah. <laughs> think and it shall be done. <laughs> okay, correct. But but it, you know, it's all those things like that you um, that can evolve, and you know, having these podcasts, it creates those conversations, and it creates people like thinking, oh. What if, you know, we could do that? What if that did make a difference? Like it would, like I think it's slowly changing, but there is all of those little, yeah, bits and pieces that need to change and it all does come back down to that property manager Mm -hmm. with their personal brand, their personal language they use. And, you know, I I mean, I don't want to be superficial, but I do want to say even like how you dress and present yourself in public Mm -hmm. to people that know you're a property manager is is important. Yeah. Like I I live and work in the same area. I'm not going to go to the shops on the weekend with no shoes and scabby looking clothes because I will walk into a tenant and it happens at the worst of times and the best of times and I don't want that to be a bad impression on me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, and I go to the shop and my car's got a little bit of branding on it. So I was just talking to Ash (laughs) last night. You know, it's really made me think about how I'm driving and I'm, I'm driving a lot more carefully these days but also yeah going to the shops you know yeah. I don't want to get out of the car and yeah. I'm in my yeah. absolute dang rags <laughs> and then it's got property manager specialist and it's like oh okay yeah correct. yeah so yeah, yeah your own hence sort why of branding my, hence why my cars are unbranded at the moment <laughs> we, um, I don't blame you you can go through a Macca's drive through with that yeah. that's fine <laughs> Macca's drive-through though. I'm, I'm, I'm loud and proud when I go through a Macca's drive-through. It's um, or a KFC drive-through. No, no, my my children. I've um, been known to. Um, this is what I was saying to Esther last night. I've been known if there's a kid that's kicking my seat too many times on the back <laughs> to get out of the car and um, you know yeah. and pull you out <laughs> and <laughs> scream at you on the side of the road. And uh, that's not a good look for us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so no branding for me. Okay, so let's finish off just quickly by let's just point out a few good things about being in a property management role. Um, I'm putting you on the spot with that question, so have a quick think. Yeah, I've sort of just had a few little um, thoughts on that and as I was chatting to you last night, I went in September 2019 to a Women in Property event run by the WA um, Property Council Um, and it's basically for for school children to learn about different roles in property um, and where their careers can go. But the majority of them were like, you know, you can be an architect, you can be a draftsperson, you can be property lawyer or this and that. And one of the ladies who was sitting up there, she said, oh, when I, you know, was younger, I did do do a bit of a property management stint and it was a crap job and blah, blah, blah. And I sat there and I thought, you know, I was really annoyed by that because mm. I thought this is actually a legitimate career. Mm. You know, we, we do have to be registered. We do have to do CPD points every year. Um and the amount of legislation that we need to know and abide by is just incredible. So, you know, it is... Um, serious. It is a serious job. Yeah. And even RERA are looking at doing an accreditation program where you're doing more points to actually give you more standing in the community mm-hmm. um, with regards to, you know, property management itself as a, as a career. And I just think that there's so many aspects to it. And we talked before about different roles in it. It's mm-hmm. not just necessarily going and doing... <laughs> A routine inspection. So, yeah, I think it's important for us to behave appropriately so yeah. that we are giving that impression to the community so that people can realise actually this is a job worth pursuing and, and yeah. look where you can go. You can start here and you can have your own business. You don't just have to be, 
you know, employee for the rest of your life or whatever, you know, whatever you choose to do. Yeah. I mean, I've I've gone into the training side of things and I'm training new property managers. So you like the education I side of things. I love that side of things. Mm, That's yeah. my little side passion, mm. which I've integrated into yeah. into um, real estate. But you so, could be yeah. an, you could be an introvert and do trust accounting and all the admin paperwork because you exactly. might like compliance yeah, or, or finance. Yeah, yeah. Side yeah. Of things. Yeah, there's yeah. so many different aspects to it. So... What's your favourite aspect? Answering that little bell each day? Yeah, must be. <laughs> no, I think um, it's more on a personal note, to be honest. Yeah. Um, real estate as a, as a whole, property management as my main industry, but real estate as a whole gives me a lot of opportunity to explore who I am as a person, what I like, uh, what my strengths and weaknesses are, and what I really, really want to solidify as my own goal at the end of the day. Um I am a person who never, ever considers myself an employee, regardless if I'm employed or not. I always think of myself as I work... I work for myself. Um, I work for my own brand and for my own goals. I always have done. My goals at the end of the day might be completely different and outside of property management, but everything I do is to get that experience and exposure. I love the fact that, as you said, we can go into so many facets of the business and see different aspects of what real estate is like, but not just real estate. You can get brilliant customer service experience and take that back to hospitality if you wanted to do the transition back. There's so many options and so much flexibility, and that's what I really love about it. So next goal will be renting sunsets brought to you by Uh, Joe Esther and Ashley. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) On tap plumbing and gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than on-tap plumbing and gas.